quick. Hey, 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 it's me, Dilron, here with the 1010 Podcast with two guests, one who's been on here multiple times, one who's not been on the face of the podcast ever. So we're going to go ahead and introduce you who you are, you know. We got Davis, my brother, here. Hello. And then also here to for the first time is our friend, good friend of the show, not really the show, but friend of us, my friend Matt. Howdy, howdy. Uh, okay. And... So awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I really don't introduce introduce anything after this. We kind of just start talking. So which I mean, <laughs> high school memories. That's what we're going to talk about today in Star Ooh, okay. Wars. Ooh, all right. I can speak volumes on both of these topics yes. from doing. I had a quite interesting uh, high school career. So oh uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah, we, talk. We're we're gonna talk about high school first, and then we're gonna uh, when we do our our breaks to go pee or whatever, then we'll go and switch it. We'll finish up high school and go to Star Wars. Then, if you hey, were real a true quick, what's your you... uh, if you won a cash amount equal to your social security number, how much would that be? <laughs> oh, dude! So like mine, like lucky for me, it's a nine digit number. Okay, so like I'm bringing um, home bank. <laughs> yeah. How many zeros are in front, though? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I've never heard that said. It's like no one. I've never heard anyone say that before. <laughs> My first number is watermelon. That oh. watermelon emoji, smiley face, thumbs up, two two, uh, and zero four. Plant, sweat emoji, peach emoji. <laughs> All right. Um, so we all went to the same high school, uh, which was Norwalk High School in Norwalk, Matt Ohio. Matt and I graduated at the same time. Yeah, Dave yeah, and Matt did. graduated, uh, this year, 2020, um, ooh, the ooh. shitty year of the year. I graduated hey, no, 2018. Man, we got fireworks at our graduation. I got to go flying down a racetrack at our graduation. I got I a, a pretty sick graduation. I got to drive a Mustang convertible. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous because you guys got a fucking heat, like better graduation than I got. I had to sit in the hot-ass gym and just yeah, wait my name. No, that gym was cold, man. That was a cold, cold That gym. It was fucking hot. <laughs> I was freezing the whole time. <laughs> now, Dylan, you're a married man. You can't be saying stuff like that. Saying what? That she was hot. How dare you? Who was hot? The gym teacher. Yeah, the gym. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the gym was hot. The atmosphere. Uh, Look, we all knew what you were saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our middle school gym teacher totally looked like Miss Man from... <laughs> Scary movie, Scary yeah. movie. <laughs> um, I'm not, you know, not going to argue with you is, there. Matt? I do. That's why I said I'm not going to argue <laughs> with you there. Um, I remember... Uh, well, okay, so at our graduation, when, like, we had to show up the day before, like, the Sunday before, uh, like, the week before to, like, do the rehearsal and everything, uh, we sat, we were, we were sitting down, like, in our, like, lines and stuff, and, uh, this, uh, one of the kids, like, in my class got up and left because he got nervous, and then this one kid was just like, where'd he go? He just got up and left. And then all we see is, you know, the principal walk down. He goes, you guys need to shut up and pay attention. He's like, you don't have your diploma yet. This is a good day. And the kid goes, yeah, this is a good day. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, and All he's I just like dumbass is... principal. And the principal's staring right at him the whole time. I'm just like, oh, uh... oh Brad, oh Brad. Well, all I want to say is, see, you're the class 2018. You guys need to rehearse. <laughs> see, us in the class 2020, we didn't need to rehearse. We we, no, we just we no. flawless. We needed a rehearsal, but it was so bad. I'm pretty sure, like, our valid Victorians were drunk. <laughs> Dude, okay, there was something up with them. Like, they were, they were uh-huh. acting Dude, didn't it sound like they were no, drunk? Okay. No, they're what like I think it actually scholar- was... They're like the most scholarly people, man. I'm pretty sure they were tipsy or something. No, what I think it was is that they were just absolutely terrified because they are both not very good public speakers. But I, I don't know, man. I've never heard any either one of them sound like that ever in their lives. Like, it, <laughs> dude, they were slurring words, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> 2020. We went out with a bang. <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, I'm not gonna say that I didn't do anything before graduation, but like, <laughs> you you know what I mean? But like, man, if you're gonna have to give a speech on TV at that too, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hated. I, okay, I didn't hate everyone, but I hate most of the people in my class. Wow. Okay. I really, don't hate, I, hate them. Just didn't like a lot of them. <laughs> okay, sorry. I didn't like a lot of them. There is that better, Davis. Yes, when you say hate, it makes you sound like a like a school shooter or something. <laughs> <laughs> Me, he's not wrong. Saying I didn't like a lot of people makes it sound a lot better. But if you're like, <laughs> I hated them, I hated them. <laughs> I didn't like a lot of people in my class because they were all ignorant assholes. You remember, you remember that dude from Billy Madison who puts on the lipstick and stuff? That's who you sounded like, though. <laughs> but oh speaking of topic remember i don't know how many times you guys had it but i remember the my uh was it was it my senior year that we had the school shooter threat and mr baker went up and down the hallway he's going don't be scared be prepared while carrying around baseball bat (laughs) yeah i remember that and that made me laugh the hardest because he like singled me out. He loves singling me out whenever he saw me. He goes, "Don't be scared, Dylan. Be prepared." <laughs> Dude, what? I miss. I got, I got him on Facebook, and what? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And he added me, I think, before school even ended, <laughs> like before quarantine even happened. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, well, that's like me and my one math teacher. Like the second after graduation, I got the friend request, and wait, we're friends who was now. It? Mrs. Cable, her and I were Facebook friends, and we chat quite a bit. Oh, I also chat with my art teacher, uh, Mrs. Van Buskert. It's a fun yeah. time. Should kinda, we be kind of on 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 brand? See, for okay, that, I was gonna ask that if we should really <laughs> use names. Uh, I don't. We, well, we're saying their last names, not their first names. Well, I don't know. Well, I, 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 but ah! sorry, dude, did somebody say we go to Nor- We went to Norwalk High School. Yeah, Ethan did, or Ethan, uh, Dylan did. <laughs> I can oh, just we have no privacy anymore. Ethan, I can bleep it in editing. <laughs> sorry, look, I just had fire on my hand, <laughs> and I can't even imagine accidentally calling somebody Ethan. So hold on, <laughs> but but first off. Their their names are all public, like access to the public, anyways. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because like literally, it's like, on if the you website. go to the, the school website, you can pull up all the teachers' names for like every school. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. so also yeah. speaking of the art class, she would use this text message service for her class because she, you know, she was ever absent, she had to send out a text message saying like, "Hey, this is the stuff you need to do today." And it was a remind. It was called the Remind app. And I somehow, when I logged into it, I joined a class down in Austin, Texas, some other art teacher's class. And, you know, whenever she'd do roll call, I'd always, you know, send back here or, you know, it'd be like, make sure that, you know, you submit your, you know, items for get the president's prize or whatever the heck the contest was. And I was like, hey, when do they need to be submitted by again? And like I had conversation. And then the one day she goes, hey, I don't recognize your name on my uh, attendance chart. Who are you? <laughs> I didn't respond, and next thing you know, I was out of the class, and I was very sad. Aww. I miss Mrs. Walters. <laughs> she was a nice lady. Um, That's not a made-up name at all, and I love that. <laughs> hey, let me see if I still have the text messages. Um, Who, okay, was it Gary, Gary Richards? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Richards. Dix. Huh? Mr. Dix. <laughs> the one substitute where everyone dreaded having him because we didn't do anything. I enjoyed having him. He gave me uh, actually an email of uh, one of his like family friends that worked on like mo- like that did production for movies. He's like, hey, write him an email and say that you know me. He should help you out. I was like, okay. <laughs> Why are you complaining? I'm not um, complaining. No, I'm just saying that was kind of weird, though. He, he added me on Facebook and texted me out of nowhere about a trip that he was on. <laughs> oh, okay. So here, let me let me explain that, Davis, because I've been on. Facebook friends with him for a couple years. Wait, hold he... on, hold on. Okay. But wait, hold on. But the way, but he texted me like literally unannounced, like with me never talking to him on the internet before. He literally texted me literally 30 minutes worth of reading in a text <laughs> on Messenger, okay. and he's my substitute teacher. Are you ready for the reasoning? He sends he chain messages file? to everybody. Because I can guarantee you that we have the same message. Because, he'll, yeah, he'll send, like, you have to scroll for, like, a solid 10 seconds just to get to the uh, top. Why? How come I haven't gotten, like, another one? Here, let me see if he sent one recently. I haven't got, I've been, with, I've been Facebook friends with him since I was a freshman, man. Because I've been getting these for as long as I've been friends with him to the point where I actually have his notifications off so that way I don't get. The last one I got, hold on, let me scroll for a second. Was July twelfth of this year? Yeah, that's the last one he did. Yeah, I didn't get that one. Oh, that's the last one I got. Before that, I got. Do I know this person? Yes, I do know this person. Uh, July ninth, July eighth, April tenth, April seventh. I love it... how this is so on theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Why are we, Why are we doing this for the podcast? Okay, let's talk about <laughs> something else. So, um, uh, 
I don't know. I can't remember. I think I did go to one dance marathon with you, Davis. No. No? Um, I went. I didn't go my freshman year. I went my sophomore year. I th- I'm trying to think. No, and I didn't I go had, so- your sophomore year because I was I a had, senior. Yeah, I was gonna say I had somebody pick me up. I think Xander picked me up. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you, I didn't go my. I went every year except for my senior year, which I kind of regret. Alec Osborne took me home though after I helped him like pack up for false alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I was like, I wanted to go, and I was like, yeah, I forgot. Uh, I just didn't. Uh, Matt, did you go to any of them? I did. I went my junior year, I believe. Oh. Yeah, it was my junior year that I went to Dance Marathon. And I had, I mean, I had fun, but it was definitely not something I was like, oh, I can't wait to go back next year. It was more of a, hey, I did it. I can say I did it. It was for a good cause. I'm good because it was really underwhelming. So. Let me tell you this, because my fr- my wait, hold on. I remember Matt. You showed up one year. Yeah, you showed up the one year that I went. You left oh yeah, I did. Okay, so I do. Okay, I do remember that. So at the time, my knee pain and ankle pain was a lot more than it is now. Oh what and... up, man? Hey, it was flaring up. I wanted to go home. Plus, it was also boring. Let's be honest. Dance marathon's boring because oh, they'll have anything boring. fun. Be open for like half an hour, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's closed. Dude, um, Octoball was fun. So, my freshman year was the first year they did it, and I remember going to that, and it like, cause in, like when you'd walk out into like the, you know where where the coffee shop was, yeah. right there at the TVs, they had an Xbox hooked up. And then they had a connect hooked up on another TV. And they were the only people that on the regular Xbox, the only thing that was played on that was either zombies or FIFA. And it was always like Wait, one of the zombies. Always like on and off. And I remember because it was like three o'clock in the morning and my friend was like, Hey, you wanna play Nazi zombies with me at school at three AM? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And we played for an hour on town, and I was just like, "I'm bored. I'm standing. I kind of want to be done." But dude, uh, Call of Duty Zombies, yeah, is that great. sums up Dance Marathon, yeah. But uh, I remember everyone passed asleep up in the mezzanine, uh, because everyone went. I remember they closed it my sophomore year because everyone went up there to sleep. Um, I remember one year, my uh, one year, people had sex in the bathroom. Um, yeah, that dance marathon. Yeah, because I remember people getting caught in the locker room like yeah. three or four times. Dude, I remember. I'm not gonna say who because that's probably pretty embarrassing. But I remember there were two people that got it on during the middle of school. You remember that, Matt? It happened twice. It happened twice. Yeah, once it was in the bathrooms down by the art wing, and then the second time was in the guys' locker room. Oh, and then there was also a time in the bath in the girls' bathroom in the like by the uh, seal. Oh, okay, so three times. Whoops. <laughs> oh, I don't know those other two times. <laughs> you obviously didn't have Mrs. Co then, because by God, the gossip I did was have there. Mrs. 
Oh my oh. god, I love Mrs. Not Co was my favorite science teacher. All everyone and Mr. Timkey. Yeah. No, he, she is my absolute favorite science teacher by far, hands down. I am spirit bonded with Mr. Timkey, but he was never my science teacher. He was only my engineering teacher. But uh, Mrs. Co is by far the best science teacher I've ever had. Yeah. It was. It wasn't the fact that like, it's like she knew who was like the good kids and then who was like the idiot kids and yeah uh, i remember i remember because she was like she like i didn't do shit my freshman year and she loved to like like tell me jokes because she knows our like she knows aaron yeah that brother and she just like that instantly made us her favorite and she would just instantly always like tell us jokes she she liked me I don't, because I just I was I did all my I didn't do all my work but I was just super smart and I sat in the back of the classroom eating my food all day <laughs> and as long as you got good grades like I don't I don't care what you're doing back I'm, here as my senior my uh, senior year I had to retake my fr- I had to do my junior and senior year I had to retake freshman science because I failed and I had Mrs. Cole my senior year for science, and <laughs> she was just like, oh, you know, this what happens when you don't do your work your freshman year. I was like, yeah, I yeah. kind of regret it. And she goes, don't worry, you'll pass it. I go, how do you know? She goes, because it's easier your senior year than it is your freshman year. Yeah, it is way easier. <laughs> it was. It was so much easier because she's literally like, just fill out your homework. I'm just going to give you a grade. <laughs> so literally, I just filled up my homework and got everything like probably wrong. I passed the test with all C's, and then my final, she just goes, just fill it in with whatever, and I, you're just going to pass anyways. So that's what I did. And she just, she was like, woo, he's graduated. Dude, she told woo. me stories about her doing illegal stuff. <laughs> oh, dude, I love her stories. Oh, yeah. They're great I stories. miss her. She was awesome. Yeah, I miss Mr. Kish the most. Yeah, I miss I miss band, a musical, and uh, Mr. Baker's class. That's like all I miss. Yeah, Mr. Baker's class a lot. I miss him. It's just like he had like such a way to describe everything that was like it wasn't like he wasn't trying to be funny, but this is how, like the way he said everything was funny and true. Yeah, I I we talked on a serious note a lot. He got me out of class a lot my senior year. I would just go. A lot, especially during study hall, and I would just talk to him for like hours, essentially. And he, whenever he would write me notes for me being late to class, he was like, "Sorry, Davis and I were saving the world." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I thought it was hilarious because we would just talk about like how, like, what's wrong with the world, and like. <laughs> how people's perception can be so like twisted from our perception which we think is like such a good value or like way to view things you know yeah i i loved how mr timkey as a science teacher because in like you literally could just say anything and you're instantly off topic for the whole class and he knew he was always off topic, and he, he's like, come on, guys, we need to get back on topic. And it's like, we're getting behind and everything. And he's like, I can't keep being on top of topic. And he's like, we need to focus this today. And we're like, okay. He's like, okay, we're going to talk about the environment. And about three minutes later, we're talking about Chinese food and where to get it from. <laughs> yes. Just, 
Just that's that's so the easy. Engineering teacher mind. He's an engineering teacher. Yeah. <laughs> when when we had those uh those uh double periods like for testing and stuff and yeah. finals, we played like his tests were like so easy. He just gave us like a regular test, not like a freaking double test. And we yeah. all fill it out and get done. And we played Uno for like two hours. And that's where I really yeah. got into Uno. It's because like playing Uno with the kids in my school and everything. Where that's may, where I, I didn't got hate, into it, Uno. It made me hate people and like a lot more people than before because playing Uno, when like everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta draw four? I don't know. Do I? Well, <laughs> he's on one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I remember because I remember. Every morning, I'd, when we walked to school, Davis, that I would walk up, I would get breakfast, eat my breakfast, walk up the stairs, go to my locker, and right diagonally from me was Matt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All senior year, you were right there. Yep. I remember that. I remember being told about the ring. Oh, yeah. Being one of the first being told about that. I enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> hold like, on. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna ask her to marry me." And you're just like, "You're in high school, Dylan." No, I'm like, "Dylan, just let's pump the brakes for a second. Are we sure this is what we want to do?" Because like, here's my big thing: is like, "Hey, love's love. If you think you're ready, you're ready." But like, you gotta make sure that you can do it and that you want to do that because that's a big commitment. And I just wanted to make sure, which you know, after seeing the wedding, you know, you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Never, never seen me that happy before. So, well, yeah. I mean, you saw how it was for like, like the first part of musical before I started talking to women again. Yeah, if that's what we want to call it, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of which, musical, remember musical? I remember us having um, this very long and drawn out handshake that we do before every performance. <laughs> yeah. And every, then no, like, it wasn't even performance. Cr- it was literally every time we were at practice or even like anything, we'd just go, Hey, yeah. high five. But like whenever it was <clears throat> the performance, we had that, you know, super long drawn out handshake thing, high five. And literally the curtain be opening and we'd be like speeding around, like speed <laughs> round trying to finish it before the curtain got to us. Yeah. Cause we would, do, we would get out on stage on our spots and everything. We would be like, okay, let's do one before we like, before the, like we start and then the then uh the cat would come out on stage and we were like oh quick we can't do it really fast and we were like oh crap it's almost time to start and we like just finished and we just get in our spot and we're like ooh that was that was a fun show yeah I will admit though probably of the four shows I was in that's gonna be I want to say the least favorite musical simply because that show I did the least amount of stuff in oh. Because remember, we would go to so many practices. All right, can I get the jungle animals over here and the who's over here? Oh, yeah. uh, Matt and Dylan, you're you're classified as jungle animal. But then, like, you'd be like, okay, we need to, you know, plan out these. Matt and Dylan, you can just go sit in the auditorium. <laughs> so, like, we would have all-day rehearsals, and there'd just be Dylan and I sitting there playing on our phones, talking about Star Wars and life. Yeah, we and, and we sit there talking about Family of the Opera and everything. and just <laughs> Or uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we literally talk about everything. I remember because we got so bored, we were like, "Oh, we're just gonna map out the whole musical, like so we have like, everything mapped out." And we did, and so we literally were like, "Okay, 
So every time we like weren't in a scene, we just go like walk around like outside the stage around the high school. Yeah, we 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 had a lot of freedom. Um, and then I was in Peter Pan. That was a fun one, though. Just, I got a little bit more stuff to do, so that was fun. We made quite a bit of jokes on the stage. You weren't in that one, though. No, I chose the wrong thing. I was like, I was like, oh, because uh, when uh, when I when uh Robin asked me, like, she was like, oh, well, you want to be a Lost Boy pirate? I was like, well, which one has more people? And she goes, well, pirates are like pretty much filled, and we prefer everyone to go to Lost Boys now. So I was like, well, I'll do that, and since they need people. And then like when I was at the practice, I was kind of like, I wish I was a pirate because this is really stupid. And then I was just kind of like, I'm not really feeling. I wasn't really feeling like Peter Pan as a musical because I was like, uh, I just it didn't pass the vibe check. Yeah, I well I I don't like I even when I auditioned I was like I'm just gonna go out for Captain Hook if I don't get it I might not do it. Yeah, I remember that. And literally because I was like I know I'm not gonna get it because Logan got it and I was like they're kind of pissed at that. But, oh, I remember the salty sea dog that you were. <laughs> I wanted to do Phantom. If we would have done Phantom, I would have been happy with whatever part I got. As long as I got a lead part, I would have been fine with the so, man. I would have loved to be a manager with you. Aw. My big thing is I wanted to do Phantom because I... My favorite song and scene from Phantom of the Opera is the masquerade scene. I absolutely love that song, yes. and I've always wanted to be in that number. I've always wanted to be in that. Now, yeah. I will admit, when I got to see Jersey Boys at um, Playhouse Square up in Cleveland, by far my favorite musical now. So, I'm going to tell you about this. I don't know if you've known about them. But um, a year after I graduated, I was on YouTube one day after work looking around on YouTube, and there was a thing popped up. It was uh, some. It was like a, a cover art or something. I read the title, and it was a musical called The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals by... Uh, this YouTube cr- group called Team Star Kid, and uh, I was like, "Uh, I'm gonna watch this because I'm like, this kind of looks familiar. This kind of looks seems kind of cool." I watched it, and it's basically this group people on like YouTube like started a group for musicals, and they do musicals almost every year, and like they write and produce their own like music, and it's pretty good because they uh went to Michigan College and they did Harry Potter like they do Harry Potter musicals, Batman musicals, Star Wars musicals. Like all that's all really good. It sounds interesting. Yeah. I would I would suggest you check them out on uh YouTube. They have a their Star Wars one's called Annie. It's pretty funny. It's all like right. it's kind of like bet- before like uh New Hope and and it's not like it's not like necessarily like 100% Star Wars. It's more like a parody. It's a joke, yeah. Yeah, and it's really—I think it's really funny. And it's not like a musical; it's more like they have people singing, but everyone on the stage is dancing. <laughs> All right, that does sound funny. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'll check that. Out. <laughs> the funny part is because uh, the guy who they got to play Darth Vader is a really big guy, and <laughs> they have a training montage because the whole point of the musical is that Annie wants to feel like useful again because he's kind of useless on the Death Star. And he's like, uh-huh. he's like, I'm going back to Tatooine. And I'm going to pod race. Oh, my. And everyone's like, oh, man, you're too old. He's like, I'm not too old. I can do it. And there's a scene where he's wearing, like, a very short, like, cut-off, like, boob shirt. And oh all this fat's just hanging out. And he's, like, jogging in place. It's so funny. The more you describe it, the more I want to watch it. Yeah, there's a drunk Obi-Wan and a very drug-abused Jar Jar. 
The only time Jar Jar is likable is in that musical. I don't know why Jar Jar gets such a bad rap because, like, I understand why. But I've always enjoyed Jar Jar Binks. I've never hated him. Okay. I don't dislike Jar Jar that much. It's like the Clone, War- the Clone Wars Jar Jar, I don't like. But um, yeah, no one likes the movies, the like, I don't mind them that much. What was everybody's first Star Wars movie and where did you see it? Uh, well, I can answer me and Davis. We probably knew hope at my, at my, like, at my, like, my dad showed us that, probably. The first one I can remember seeing, like, brand new, because I was alive. I was, I was, like, probably, I was, I was almost born when, uh, new, when, uh, Phantom Menace came out. And then, Attack of the Clones is the first movie I watched that was brand new that came out. And then we went and saw Revenge of the Sith in the theater. And what did you think of Order 66? Well, at the time, I didn't really know what like, any of the stuff was. All I know is, like, I liked Star Wars because everything was kind of cool. Okay. And, you get to, and like, we already saw, like, the original series trilogy. And, like, so we're like, oh, he's Darth Vader now. This is going to make sense. Like, even our head has made sense that so this was a prequel. But, uh, mm. and then going back and watching it, I understanding it a lot more. And then now with the new trilogy, which, I, my opinion is eh and then now they're coming out with another trilogy of films do we know when that's going to take place uh no i haven't heard anything about that yet but it's coming out uh next i think the first film is coming out next year i'm surprised we don't know anything about it yet though also kind of in like how a lot of people are really delaying announcements is like call of duty Call of Duty 2020 has just been named Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, oh, and yeah, it's set it's stupid. during but, the Cold War. But we know nothing else. They're really just milking the Black Ops series. They're not doing anything new. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm like, fucking uh, Treyarch is like just now like it's a pay-to-win system for every game, and I'm like, Black Black Ops 4 was just a heaping pile of trash. Well, when you kind of take out one of the big parts of Call of Duty, which is the single-player campaign. campaign, you have a big problem. Yeah. Because some yeah, people then, buy it for that. Most people buy it for the multiplayer, but when you take out that one thing, you realize, hey, I don't care about anything in this game. Black Ops 3 worked... I, I didn't play Black Ops 3's campaign, but the multiplayer and zombies, by far the best out there. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, it was all futuristic and like crap, but I don't care. Because I think it was the most innovative, like, with a lot, you have enough stuff to do, enough combat, and then you get zombies, which is, like, the biggest story arc ever on it with all those fucking maps. I mean, I I go, I still play zombies today in my free time, and I still never get bored of all the maps for Black Ops 3. So, here's how I feel about Black Ops 3 zombies. It didn't, okay, so, like, for me, Black Ops 2 zombies, like, towards some of the last, like, um, DLCs and, like, new maps was starting to be, like, okay, this really isn't feeling like zombies anymore. Black Ops 3, for the most part, to me personally, it wasn't the zombies that I knew, and I didn't really enjoy it too much because my first ever zombies map was Black Ops 1, Kino de Toten, and I absolutely love that map. It's a soft plate. It's got a special place in my heart. I love it. Then I got to play the World of War zombies quite a bit at my one friend's house. So I got to experience the kind of zombies much more than, hey, let's go play Origins and build the staffs. Hey, let's go unburied and build the trample steam or whatever all the traps are and such. But it's still really cool. I just have a hard time sometimes getting into it where, you know, you have to watch 
a video on how to do the Easter egg, and you practically have to have the video playing while you do it. Yeah, I I understand a lot of that. Like I like my favorite Black Ops game is Black Ops Two, definitely because everything in that works so much well better. Because like you do have bare bones zombies, which you can play town and stuff like that on, and then you do have like the other I maps. Like huh? I liked the game mode grief. I thought that was a very interesting take on zombies, where you kind of have two teams pitted against each other having to try and out survive the other one i thought that was cool. yeah that that was like that was a good idea but i think that because it came out when it did it really didn't get as much attention as it should have well a lot of people didn't like the zombie maps that it first came out because transit i don't know how you guys feel about transit i like transit okay transit's not a bad map it's just that you have the like the bus the bus and the fog is shit, and there's so much empty space they could have, like, filled up. And that's why i kind of been waiting for them to hopefully, like, everyone's kind of been hoping that they would have done a transit remastered for, like, Black Ops 4, which I would have hoped they would have done. They made it, like, if they would have made transit, but, like, so much better, it would have probably been, like, the best thing ever. I will admit, with transit, there were a lot of flaws, and it really made you... Because one of the big things was, with transit... If you got left somewhere, you had a really hard time trying to survive because there's a good chance because like if you got dropped off in town, there are no guns in town. And if you did not do the pack first part, the pack a punch, if you did not open that door, you're screwed. If you're out of ammo, you are screwed because all you got in that town is jug. And I will admit, I do wish that they would have flushed it out more, but I did like the Easter eggs, like having knocked on Toten in like one of the cornfields and having that cabin with the Bowie knife. I thought it would have been cooler if you had the cabin with like the double barrel shotgun, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not a, like there was so much potential for that map. I just feel like it fell short of like a lot of things. It did. Like for instance, the fact that they have gun spawns on not even areas where the bus stops, you have to jump off the bus, like where the M16, sp- like, where you can buy that on the wall. Why do I have to jump off the bus and grab it? Why isn't that in like town or something? That would yeah. make more sense. So I'll agree with you there. Buried was a fun map though. Buried, yes. I agree. Buried, easy map, fun to play, very close quarters, but everyone liked it. Because um, it was one of those zombie maps where it was fun and it was yeah. it was new and innovative because there were buildable traps and such to where you can kind of customize your character, but it wasn't too overly the top complicated. It was that really nice balance of new idea with the old. Mm-hmm. Um, like what? Like there's like, like you said buildables. There was uh really getting into perma perks, uh you know. Uh, you had uh, Leroy, the freaking giant that would knock down shit. You got the witch's house. You got the maze in the back with pack a punch. Um, oh my god, there's like there was so much to do that literally you cannot get bored like with the map. And that's like me and Davis would like hop on just multiplayer. I mean, okay. like, we would play split screen on buried, and we'd get to round like twenty easily on on buried and we just keep going as long like you'd be on that like for three hours playing buried and we would not get bored Mm -hmm. no Dylan, you wouldn't get bored (laughs) davis you cannot admit that playing black ops 2 zombies with us is not wasn't fun 
Sometimes it was. Sometimes it was boring. I understand after some point it does get boring, but I just felt like we didn't get that much boring. I didn't really think it got boring because you had so much to do. I what are your guys' that. favorite maps? Origins. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is Origins. Uh, my favorite map out of all, like, zombie maps, it's got to... That's kind of a hard question, actually. Um, I don't really know. Crap. Oh, really? All good. Um, it would have to either be buried or origins. Okay. Because like I, those were like the both like when we bought the DLC for like Black Ops Two, those were the two maps I played all the time. Yeah. The only reason I dislike um, origins is because whenever the Panthers would come in, when I'd be playing with friends, they'd ignore all of my friends and only run after me. <laughs> and it would it was the worst thing when like you would die the round before. So here I'd spawn in. I got my C ninety six Mauser, no other guns. I don't have a lot of points to actually buy a wall gun yet. And oh hey look, here comes the Panther running after me. And my friends go, "You'll do go you'll do fine, Matt." And you know there's Matt dying yet again. But my I gotta say my all time favorite zombies map is the World at War, uh, Doris. Yeah, uh, I would. I yeah, the, that is definitely a fun one to do. And like the thing that sucks with it is, Darius was like, World at War, you got Darius. Black Ops One, you got Darius. Black Ops Two, you didn't. Black Ops Three, you got the giant. And then, uh, I'm trying yeah, Black I'm Black Ops Four was just a huge mess. And so, I just I loved getting you know bouncing buddies, the PPSH and the Wonder Waff, and just sitting up on the catwalk. That was yeah. like one of my favorite memories up there with all my friends, just trying to hold out for as long as we can. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm just flashbacks to me and my cousin, just nonstop, endless nights of Doritos and Dr. Pepper Mountain Dew, trying to get high rounds and zombies on like all these maps. Dogs sitting for my aunt and playing zombies on their TV. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I was gonna say, Darius knows that he was there too. Um,. Back to high school stories since Davis is back. Um, so, out like out of all of high school, what was like your guys' favorite moment? No, I can't just pick one. I I was pretty legendary. I felt like in high school. Uh, yeah, I felt like I did some uh, quite a few noteworthy things. Well, yeah. Pick one and then go like tell like pick one and then tell that story and then. Um, if we, um, then we can just keep on and going and telling like more. So, so Davis, pick one and tell a story. I don't have to think real quick, man. <laughs> I got a lot of illegal stuff that was pretty legendary. Okay, yeah. Matt, you go first. Okay, so I would love to tell the story about how I wore a tactical vest to school to carry my flower baby, but I'm not going to tell that story. I'm uh, going to, so... Our junior year, so throughout our high school career, like freshman and sophomore year and beforehand, you were allowed to use your book bag in between classes and carry it with you to classes. It was really handy for people that had to constantly go from the art wing to like the academic wing, back to the art wing, back to the academic wing, because you really didn't have time to stop at your locker mm -hmm. to get all that stuff. So just having your book bag was really nice. 
Well, junior year after what, like our 10th threat of a shooting or whatever, they took away book bags. And me being the smart ass that I am went, well, by God, I'll find a way around it. So here comes Matt on like, I think it was like the first, after the first week of school, here comes Matt with this blue milk crate. Yep. And I'm carrying, you know, my books in it. I'm going class to class. The te- Most teachers think it's hysterical. A couple of them are giving me grief going, no, you're not allowed to have that. And I go, where is that in the rule book? And they're like, well, fine, you can have it. But when you get in trouble, I said so. And, you know, it was just first me and then my one buddy joined, you know, a couple days later. And then at like the end, I got like 30 people to join me and like carrying around a milk crate <laughs> to carry their stuff in. And then after about two months of us doing this, the, um, the vice principal calls me down with like a bunch of the other milk crate guys. And he's like, Matt, the crates need to stop. And he's just staring at me. And like, he goes, we let this go on for far too long. Cause we thought you guys were gonna get tired of it and die out, but we should have known better with you. And <laughs> like, y- you can't do this anymore. And like, he was like, Oh, it's a fire hazard. And that's why we got rid of book bags. And you know, and I was like, Hey, he's just doing his job. So like, I was never really mad. A lot of people got really mad at them. And I'm like, Hey, He's doing his job. I don't care because our vice principal, when you actually caught him like as a person, he's a pretty chill person. Like he's pretty cool. I sold him a mattress. Well, yeah. no, yeah, he is pretty cool. It's the principal that like everyone had a problem, like everyone had a problem with. He's creepy and gross. But anywho, so after they took away the crates, Matt was like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna be a smart ass again." So like <laughs> a week goes by, I let them, you know think oh we won so then here comes matt you know the next week of school wearing you know this uh airsoft molly vest with a big dump pouch in the front carrying my laptop (laughs) and a bunch of my folders i got another panel another pouch on the side carrying more folders i got a water bottle holder i got my keys hanging on there a bunch of pencils on there and just the amount of shock and disbelief in both the principal and vice principal was just amazing especially when at lunchtime there is uh this local deputy that would you know in our county that would come you know he'd always go to all the schools and sit down and have lunch with the students i've been friends with him from the one church i used to go to and he thought it was absolutely genius and loved it well then they said hey matt well okay so i'll be honest they never told me not to do it but i was not going to push my luck with that one But then my senior year, they took away the laptops because our school used to provide laptops for juniors and seniors. Oh, wait, they they took them away? Yeah. So they said, hey, we're not doing that anymore, so you have to bring in a laptop. And when they initially said that, they said you have to then bring the laptop down to, like, their IT room. And they were going to install a software on there so that way, like, they could block stuff. And at the end of the school year, you would have to get it removed. They weren't going to do that. And that really upset me. They didn't end up doing it that way. They did it in a different way and it was still a really bad idea and just it didn't work out too well but so matt being the smart ass i am i brought in a typewriter (laughs) so here's matt you know i'm in creative writing and you know i brought my laptop in the days before well my laptop had just broke and i went crap i need something and i went oh my god this is the time for the typewriter so here comes Matt at the school. I got it in this retro because you know, it was one of those portable typewriters and then, you know, the case, you know, it looks like carrying case, you know, looks like a bowling bag. Let's be honest. It looked like a bowling bag. And everyone just thought it was a computer case. So I was sitting there next to my desk and my English teacher goes, all right, guys, go ahead and get your laptops out and start, you know, getting to work. And I'm going, 
okay, here goes nothing. So I saw <laughs> on my desk, I unzip it, put it up. I, I, you know, I put the paper through and then you just start hearing Matt in the back of the room. Cause I sat in the back that day. Click, 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 you know, click, click, ding, zh, click, 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 click. And you just see everyone just like start turning around, just staring at me. And I just look up and my teacher's just staring at me and he go, and I just go, what? And he goes, Matt, is that a typewriter? Yeah. Yeah, it's on brand for you. And just went back to typing on his computer. And the one girl in my class, she started to get annoyed with it and goes, Mr. Um, Kaiser, can you do something about this? And I go, what? This is the only technology I have today to use to type my paper. I'd like to get some schoolwork done. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, Mrs. Capel, my math teacher, I had her sixth period. She absolutely loved my milk crate idea she loved the tactical vest she absolutely loved the typewriter she thought it was some of the funniest stuff so i asked her hey during your class can i go down to tech office and say i'm having a hard time connecting to the internet and she goes yes you have to tell me their reaction so i put it back in the case and i'm walking down to the tech office i'm all super excited and i you know i go up and knock on the door and i go hey i poke my head and i go hey do you guys have a quick minute and they go sure what's up i go so my device is having a hard time connecting to the internet and since my typewriter was running low on like ink pad things in it, I also said that the display was a little fuzzy if they could take a look at that. And they're like, oh yeah, sure, just go ahead and set it here. So I walk on in and I set it up and they go, oh man, that's a really retro case. And I just looked at the guy who said it and went, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> Open it up. There's the typewriter. The, now there's four people in this room. The first tech guy looks over and goes, oh my god the second guy who said you know the whole oh that's a retro case he starts laughing so hard he had to sit down at his desk the one dude he was eating ramen noodles he's just staring at it holding the ramen on his fork just staring at it in disbelief and the tech you know the head tech lady walks in and goes she was not having a good day she goes what the hell is this i went well i'm having a hard time connecting to the internet the gentleman who you know was trying so hard to breathe after laughing so hard he goes i think you uh, i think we just need to get you a couple cables to look up into that <laughs> and they all start playing around on it and then they let me go on my way it was i'm very proud <laughs> of doing these things the fact that i can say it with 100 percent honesty that i took a typewriter to school i used a milk crate in school and i wore a tactical vest on about five different occasions to school <laughs> Oh, God, I wish I was there for that. <laughs> it was a good time. I, I had a fun senior year. So I'm, I'm talking of the school laptops. I always got called down. Oh, Davis just left. Um, <laughs> every year I'd get called down to the tech office and they'd be like, hey, we were doing like yearly, like looking around and like people's computers and stuff. And uh, we, uh, we noticed that uh, you have some stuff in your files that isn't allowed. I was like, uh, what? And then like, see all this? It's like all my files I've I downloaded from Google Drive. It's yeah. just Minecraft, <laughs> My, Minecraft, Roblox, Terraria, like a whole bunch of computer games. They go, yeah, you need to delete all this. This is for schoolwork, not games. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll delete it. it didn't delete it and downloaded mod packs on our school computers and started playing that during class. And then I downloaded Katario Three. And when our, uh, our the internet shut down the one day, we couldn't do anything. I just opened up Tario 3 and started playing it. What I find uh, funny 
is how you weren't supposed to have stuff. And here's Matt in the back of the classroom looking on uh, a bunch of different World War II reenacting websites. I'm on some of my Airsoft websites checking some pages. I'm like, oh, what was the price for this? Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Never got called down once. There was – in a, a speech class, there was always, like, a group of girls that would always on the computer, like, shopping for, like, clothes and everything. And I was just like, Amazon was not blocked on mine, so I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, they're all, they're like, I just ordered this dress at school. I'm like, oh my god, would you guys shut up? Um, so like, back to like favorite moments of high school, right? Yeah. So one of mine has to be in Mrs. Schuster's class, my <laughs> junior year. Um, <laughs> I uh, it was a Monday, and. I had had a really long, long weekend of hanging out with a lot of friends at one gathering. <laughs> um, you might call it a party. I don't know. Um, it, you know, it was just a social gathering. Yeah, just a social gathering. But um, uh, so I was like still kind of feeling it six period the next day. <laughs> and so, so I'd been awake for a while, but I was still feeling it. And Mrs. Schuster was like, hey, guys, we're going to break off into groups today and we're going to have fun. And I was like, hold on, hold on a second. Are we going to have student fun or teacher fun? And she was like, is there a difference? <laughs> and the whole class went, oh, my God. <laughs> and um, we were – and so she was like, what? What doesn't sound fun about like what we have planned today? And I was like, what, what do we have planned today, Mrs. Schuster? And I was like, and I'll tell you if it's student fun or teacher fun. <laughs> and she's like, I still don't think there's a difference. So the class was like, oh, my God, Mrs. Schuster. And then she was like, well, we have these, like, posters that you can make. And I was like, hey, that does not sound like a fun time for anybody in this room at all, Mrs. Schuster. <laughs> and then she was like, well, it sounds like fun to me. And I was like, what else? And she's like. We have the station where you can, like, make note cards or this one where you can, like, solve riddles or something. And I was like, Mrs. Schuster, none of us want to do that. That's all a bad time. I was like, nobody nobody in this room ha even thought about doing that today. <laughs> and then, like, the whole class started yelling at her. <laughs> point of the matter is we didn't have to do any of the activities. <laughs> All right, now it's I my turn to tell oh, a story. Um, Gavin, uh, sorry, sorry, Matt, you can finish your thought. You're gonna say sorry, cut you off. Oh, I was just gonna say I remember one time in Mrs. Schuster's class where she called a student on his phone, and we're, uh, let's just call him Bob. So she calls out Bob. She goes, "Hey, Bob." Why are you on your phone? Your cat better be dead or something that you're on your phone. Give me your phone. And like, she was like, just going off on like, just harassing him about it. And, you know, then he just walks up, sets it down and goes back and sits down. And then he asks, you know, hey, can I use the bathroom? She goes, yeah, go ahead, Bob. And then, you know, she goes, better not be on you know, your second phone or whatever. And as she walks out, his friend goes, you know why he was on his phone, right? And she goes, why? And it better be a good reason. She's trying to be all funny and smug. And she goes, his grandma just died. Oh, her face turned white. He comes back in and she goes, hey, Bob, um, I'm sorry about your grandma. He goes, how do you know? You, Frank just told me. Um, hand him back his phone. I'm sorry. You, you, if you want, you can go down to the library. 
have a good one. Have a good one, Bob. It, it was so funny, just the whole defeated she had because she had just been because they joked around a lot in the class. She'd just been harassing him for like ten minutes about it, being on his phone. And what teacher was it? Schuster. Oh, wow. Oh. So she had awful after that. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite moment from high school, which would be moments, but. I, a lot of stuff I did I did in high school that wasn't by with anyone else was kind of dumb, but having to take the bus ride on uh, marching ba- for marching band to go to football games. Oh yeah, and sitting next to Davis and Jacob, and then in the front and then the seat ahead of them, Mister Kish, our band teacher, sitting there, and having uh. <laughs> having the dumbest conversations ever. With then, one of the most intelligent man men I've ever known, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and one day we were wait. It was like we were waiting to the buses to go out to the football field because I was like, oh, it might like rain or whatever, and we're waiting to like get out, and <laughs> we're sitting there. And he just turns around and goes, "Davis, I hope you know when you guys talk, I kind of listen to what you guys say." And he's like, "Davis goes, oh, I thought you just paid attention to the road." He goes, "I do." But a lot of times I listen to what you say, and then you guys were like, I wonder if there was a National Fried Chicken Day. And he's like, I looked it up, and it's like, <laughs> and he gave the date that National Fried Chicken Day is. <laughs> and then. Oh, no, we saw it on a sign National Turkey Day. Oh. <laughs> we like, And then we're like, wait, isn't that just Thanksgiving? And we looked it up. <laughs> Not Thanksgiving, <laughs> completely different day. <laughs> and then he did look up National Fried Chicken Day because we did ask about it. <laughs> I remember that like little light bulb in your head because, <laughs> like next bus ride, <laughs> you actually got Mister Kish talking to us, and you're like, yeah, you don't know in his it is a secret life. He's actually an agent, and Davis goes, and he carries around a prostitute pistol all the time. <laughs> And I just like Davis, and Davis not phased him, keeps talking, and I'm just like Davis, and he goes, Davis, I'm gonna let that slide. Just be careful. And he's like, okay. He totally did not say that. He had no problem with me saying the word prostitute. <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> just watching his reactions when you two were talking was just hilarious. I like talking to Mr. Kish. He's a really cool guy. <laughs> I like to. He had a he had a business card from when he was working at a music store that was his had his name on it, and then below it said "Master of Time and Space." Yep, <laughs> I like that. He the for the man who has like the most simplest life ever. He had so many stories to tell. He doesn't have that simple of a life, Don. Yeah, he does. He's getting his PhD, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Do you have a PhD? No. Dr. Fish. I, I haven't gone to college. All right. Um, I think it's time to take a break. Um, yeah. Um, basically, it's I'm going to... Keep holding on. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about this. Hold on. Keep holding. Hold fast. Hold, Hold. slow. Sorry, people were in a hold. Hold them. Hold them. Hold. You gotta hold know when, when to hold them. You gotta know when to hold them. 
Gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know know when to walk away. Know when to run. You gotta count your... I just like to say as I'm seeing this song, I'm just looking at a picture of Lego... um, uh, Mr. Krabs in clone armor. Dylan, what do you think of? What? What do you think of when you hear that song, Dylan? The Office. Oh, I think of that one movie with the bears. That one movie with the bears? Wasn't it like called Country Bears or something? The co- a country bear movie? <laughs> yeah. That's what makes you think of that? <laughs> I think of the commercial. Yeah, that's it's in that it's in that movie, Dylan. When? <laughs> the dude that made that song is singing it while they're playing poker. <laughs> I don't know why that sticks with me, but it does, okay, man? I misspell movie. I don't even hey, like dude. that movie. Spelling is hard. Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. I, Davis, I don't think that's in the movie. It totally is, though. There's no scene of them playing poker in that movie. I don't think the bears are playing poker. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> is it? David, it's a movie about singing bears. The whole movie's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I get that, Dylan, okay? But I, it's it, it might be George of the Jungle, but I don't think it's George of the Jungle. Is that song in George of the Jungle? I'm looking it up. In a poker scene? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's in George of the Jungle when the, the <laughs> ape goes to Vegas. Okay, then that makes more sense. <laughs> As I said, I think that's what he did. That's He's hilarious. over here. It's in Country Bears, man. It's in George. Hey man, at least I guess I was in George of the Jungle. <laughs> okay, so then I was wrong. It makes me think of George of the Jungle. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get back to that podcast thing. I just got remember to cut right here, or I'll just add the part what we just talked about into the podcast. Oh my God! Does Noah have a girlfriend? Noah. I think he yeah. has a new girlfriend. A new one. Yeah. Didn't he join the black? Didn't he like swear celibacy? I thought AKA he did, but I'm just saying there's a picture of a girls' day thing with him and a bunch of girls. I then commented, knew it, and then there, the last picture is him holding the hips or a waist of a girl. So I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to reel us back in. So. Which Star Wars movies is your least favorite? Last Jedi. 
Um, Phantom Menace. The reason? Okay, let me explain. I, hold on, I didn't say mine. First off, Last Jedi. But second off, Davis, wrong. Wait, no, let me explain. So, the reason I want to say that is because of that mint green field of when the Gungans are battling, like, the droids. <laughs> and it's just that really bad animation. Is that the only reason? That's not the only reason. But The Phantom Menace was the first movie I saw, so it holds a higher regard in my heart. It was one of the first ones that I saw, too. But I don't know, man. Qui-Gon Jinn, Davis? Qui-Gon Jinn, awesome. I loved Qui-Gon Jinn. The, oh, the start of the Skywalkers. You meet young I, Annie. You get I, the introduction of Jar Jar, which everyone loves. Jar Jar sucks. <laughs> Lisa ruined the franchise. <laughs> Hey, it's hard being a dark Sith, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I honestly hope that he is a Sith. That would be the best thing in the world, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be pretty great. I, I'd i eat my flex tape. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, um, then what's your guys' favorite Star Wars movie? Rogue One. Davis. Oh man, um, man, <laughs> probably part six. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, mine's part three: part Revenge two. of the Sith. Rogue One is not a good movie. Rogue One's okay. a very movie all right hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna ease all the tensions right now everybody gets to enjoy star wars in the way they do i love rogue one because i loved all the characters i love the simplicity of the story with how they took from you know episode four's text crawl how they took two sentences and made a whole movie into it now sure there were some bad moments in it but let's be honest none of the star wars movies are perfect uh, i i beg to differ the mint green field, Dylan. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Phantom Menace, Davis. I think yes, every single Menace movie is possibly has a, at least one flaw. Most perfect movie. Which movie? Revenge of the Sith. Okay. I love Revenge of the Sith, too. But Which by God, the, the person Sith? who wrote the dialogue... Which one's Revenge of the Sith? People are probably yelling at me right now. Um, the the third one it's the last one in the prequels where Anakin like joins the okay, dark that's, side. That's the one I thought it was. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I did what's part five then? <laughs> you said part six, which Empire was the Strikes Jedi, Back. Which was okay, the one yeah. where Darth Vader is dies. And then, yeah, and then New Hope is okay, yeah. Yep, yep, I got it. Yep. So your favorite is Revenge of the Sith then? Yes. Okay. No. So, no, mine oh. is not Revenge of the... No. Then which one is it? He well, says Return of the Jedi. Return of the... Yeah. Okay, you're confusing me here. I don't... What? What? what, what how am I confusing you? I always said it was Return of the Jedi. Okay. What were your thoughts on Rise of Skywalker? 
I saw it in theaters when it came out opening I weekend. Did I had to see it opening weekend because I had I was going to Disney for Christmas and I didn't want anything spoiled for me because people are jerks and uh Yeah. Um there were <sighs> Kylo really grew on me in this last movie, definitely became a top more character for me, but Ray just sucked a shit ton. And I don't know if it's the writing for her or anything like that, but it was just her storyline is a complete shit show. What do you think, Davis? <laughs> I don't think uh, you've seen it yet. Is it the have last one? Yeah, it's the last yeah, one like... that just came out. No, I have not seen it yet. Oh, okay. It's well, on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, I will not spoil it for you. You can. You you can go ahead. No, it's already I, been, I... It's already been spoiled. I, okay. So I actually really enjoyed the movie. The first time I saw it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it gave a lot of fan service. I enjoyed seeing the Death Star again. I enjoyed a lot of the things they did in it. I really feel like with what they did with Chewbacca, where, you know, they had the whole, like, oh, my God, I thought he died thing. I really would have liked it if they would have, you know, not had the part then when they show him as a prisoner, if they would have only shown him when Ray like realizes that he's alive, I think that would have been a much better like reveal of, Oh my God, Chewbacca is still alive. Okay. I'm going to have to go into like the whole trilogy here in order to explain why I don't like this movie. I do like, so first off, the first one I said, there were so many scenes in this movie that were cut and like thrown away, which would have made this movie a hundred times better. And um, there's choices that they did, did, did that they didn't make that was not in the thing go. But let's go back to the Force Awakens where we meet Ray for the first time, Poe and Finn. Which, by the way, Force Awakens loved when we got to meet everyone. It was a good movie. I thought it was the best uh, that they could have started out the trilogy with because I you know Han Solo die, like Han Solo dies, and I, everyone's kind of was like well, we kind of saw that coming because of Harrison Ford saying. He wanted the character to die. I didn't see really see that coming until fucking people spoiled it for me before I went and saw it. But I think that Force Awakens was a very strong start, and then they went to Last Jedi, which was complete shit, um, possibly the worst movie ever. And and then they then they had to get back from that piece of shit to this garbage. And I was just like, I wanted this with very low, like very very low expectations because of Last Jedi. And mm-hmm. I left the movie thinking it was like a C minus. So the first it time I saw to think this trilogy sucks, right? What'd you say? In conclusion, we think this trilogy sucks, right? Yes. So here's my bone to pick with the sequel trilogy and Really, just a big part of it is it wasn't planned out too well. So my biggest bone to pick with The Force Awakens, because the first time I watched it, I didn't care for it too much. I was like, all right, it was something. Really just kind of ripped off the first three movies, in my opinion. But then I watched it a second time, and I really enjoyed it. One thing I really didn't like, though, is how they marketed Finn as being like this next Jedi. 
and then they completely threw that away. And I have no problem with Rey being a Jedi. I think it would have been super cool to have like Finn and Rey become Jedi. Finn being like super like I'm good, like hundred percent good. And then Ray being torn between like, I want to be good, but Kylo Ren keeps pulling her and like Finn's kind of the rock of like, hey, you need to stay good. Like, yeah, that would have been like a cooler story. Yes. yes. I was literally about to bring up that point of that because I literally said after we left, uh, after I, after me and Dan left the theater of watching Force Awakens, I literally said, I hope they make Finn a Jedi because he fucking kicked Kylo's ass for a good minute. And... My other problem with is how much if if you purely just watch the movies, you don't watch the TV shows, you don't read the comics, you don't read the novels, you don't read anything else. You literally just watch the movies. When you first watch, you know, The Force Awakens, you're a bit confused because, hey, the New Republic's been established, but we have this resistance that's fighting the First Order. Well, why isn't the New Republic doing it? And what I didn't like is how much stuff because I'm like, why are we still the underdogs? We won the war. We made them get rid of their militaries and such. And then when I looked in, oh, well, so did, you know, the New Republic decreased their military size by 90% because they thought, well, if they have to, we need to. And we're going to make it to where systems just need to have their own, you know, militaries to protect themselves. And we're just going to be more of a police force than an actual galactical military, which I understand. But I feel like that should have been a little bit more explained in the episode or the movie than just yeah that, that definitely definitely doesn't explain the movies and now that we have the mandalorian series which kind of does show you a little bit of the new republic like because you do see the like heist kind of uh, episode in the mandalorian where it's kind of like you see like how they take prisoners for the new republic which fun fact that um Rebel officer that's in there. Not only does he use his Jen Urso's blaster, that is the voice actor for Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. Oh, I didn't know that. I, have to, I want to go back and watch the series again. Great series, Cara Dune, hot. Yeah, I didn't well, know. I didn't know Freddie Prince Jr. was in Star Wars. Huh. Freddie Prince Jr. He played Fred in um, Scooby Doo. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, he's in Star Wars. Which oh, that's one? cool. Kanan Jarus and Kane and Jarus. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. I don't know how to pronounce that. And apparently, he voices a bunch of people. Oh, he he's in uh, what's it? Rebels. Rebels, yeah, I have not watched Rebels because the animation is shit. Okay, so it's that he's also in Rise of Skywalker, though. Hmm. There were a lot of people in Rise of Skywalker, though. It was hard to keep track of everybody. Yeah. Um, in regards to Rebels, it was. I absolutely love the Clone Wars. It is my favorite Star Wars media. I absolutely love the Clone Wars. I was so happy we got to finish the series. I'm excited for the Bad Batch, Bad Batch series to come out. And here's the problem that Rebels had. is It was marketed as the next Clone Wars. And a lot of Clone Wars fans were very, you know, still mad that their show got canceled. And now we're getting this. We hated the animation. So we didn't give the show a fair shake. After watching it, yes, it was first directed towards kids. It wasn't really the whole, oh, well, a bunch of the older fans are going to watch this. Let's just market it towards kids. Oh, no. But as the series goes on, 
it does get into more complex ideas, but it does still keep it kind of easy to go along with. And after rewatching the series, I enjoyed it. There are some episodes you can pretty much skip, but in my opinion, it's something that you know you should watch because it shows some pretty cool sides to Star Wars. I like the first Clone Wars, like uh, that was on Cartoon Network, you know. Oh yeah, the um, Samurai Jack animation style. No, no, right? no. Well, yeah, that one's cool, but not that. Okay. Like the one, wait, are you talking about the one with Ahsoka or without Ahsoka? With Ahsoka. Okay, yeah, dude, I love that Clone Wars. When she's a Padawan. But yeah, that one I feel like was really good because that one I feel like wasn't targeted necessarily just towards kids, but it was like a cartoon that everybody could watch, I feel like. I still like watching that, you know? Oh, yeah, dude, I love rewatching it and I loved season seven. It was beautiful. Yeah. Brought a tear to my eye. Uh yeah, I I I just I watched the the yeah the new season of Clone Wars and I was just like I really liked how they really took the series that was like the best like Star Wars series in my opinion out mm-hmm. there and it started on Cartoon Network and it got tossed around through Netflix and now it, Disney had the rights to Star Wars and they just relaunched Disney Plus and they're like you know what we're gonna connect Clone Wars to the third movie and we're gonna like end it on a good note. And I kind of like how they do that. And, yeah. Um, it was I, sad. Well, I don't want to spill anything for you. Have you seen the cast for the second season of Mandalorian? I have. Uh, that she is uh, Ahsoka's returning in Mandalorian. I got one bone to pick about this, though, because I will admit the actress they picked to play her will resemble her quite a bit. Yeah. The only reason I am mad about this is because the lady who voiced, I can't remember her name and I feel terrible. The lady who voices Ahsoka Tano is probably one of like the most like big, like is one of the biggest Star Wars fans within the Star Wars franchise that actually works in it. She loves appearing as Ahsoka. She was totally happy to like be a live action Ahsoka she had talked about before. And the fact that they stole it out from under her, I feel terrible for Ashley Eckenstein. She's awesome. And. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I am excited to see her character. Okay. Well, well, I was just looking up stuff and like that. And. um, That's that's just not right. None of this stuff's been updated from the Wikipedia standpoint. But. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for uh, Mandalorian Season 2 with uh, Ahsoka and uh, uh, Boba Fett Captain returning. Rex. And Captain Rex. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and Rex, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We're probably yeah. going to get teased uh, Crimson, like the, was it Crimson? Crimson Dawn. Yeah, the Crimson Dawn in it because they're, because after Solo, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to throw Dark Maul into, Darth Maul into this. I'm going to say it. I don't like Darth Maul. I'm tired of his character. Oh, my God. I understand why people hated this because he was just a like the bad, main bad guy for the prequel movies, and that was supposed to be it, done and gone. But I do like how they made his story like kind of better, but I kind of I understand if they, could, if they would have just left it, him dead after Phantom Menace. 
Or, you know, he has a super cool story. Like, he has one of the coolest story arcs in Star Wars. But here's my big problem. He killed Satine. He killed Obi-Wan's girl. He ain't, I don't like him anymore. Once he did that, I don't like Darth Maul. Yeah. The, I, I don't, yeah. You aren't changing my mind. I'm just saying that now. You aren't changing my mind. No, I, he killed no, I understand that. I, you're 100% right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um... I know Dave probably hasn't seen it, but have you you've seen Solo, right? Yes. What did you think of uh of the of the Solo movie? I really enjoyed it. I liked it because okay, so just like Rogue One, those two movies, I went in with very low expectations because when I went in to see The Force Awakens, I was super excited. I was disappointed. So I went into these two movies no expectation i was like i just i want to go watch it it's star wars i'll be happy i left the movie theater i actually saw rogue one three times in the theater and solo twice because i really liked what they did i did not see rogue one or solo in theater but i did see solo um i think when it came when it came out in dvd i did see it on my like my movie app and stuff and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go into this not knowing because people were like, eh. Everyone said it was like kind of good and like they weren't expecting it to be good. So I went with an open mind. I came out loving it. Like I'm a big Woody Harrelson fan. Like with everything he does, I, w- I love it. But like putting him into this movie as like, you know, all these smugglers and doing all this stuff. And you got this the Crimson Dawn and all this, this fun. It was just such a good story. And mm-hmm. then to see that. Like I listened to a lot of podcasts, and uh, one podcast I listened to, they said they hated Solo, and they hated the guy who played Han Solo. And I'm like, it's kind of hard to live up to uh, expectation of a Harris, Harrison Ford, but also right. the the journey from him being on the streets up until New Hope. That's like that's the journey of him becoming Han Solo. You're not gonna get all Han Solo in one straight movie. And that's why right. it's open for another movie. I at first did not like when I first was like shown who was playing um, Han Solo in the movie. I didn't like it. I was like, I don't think he's going to do a good job, but I'll give him a chance. The the person they casted for young Lando, I was ecstatic about him. Like he looks perfect for it. And then I watched the movie. Absolutely loved the person who played Han Solo. He, in my opinion, did a great job showing what a young Han Solo would be like. And... I didn't like what they did with Lando's character. Now, the actor who did it, he did a great job, but I didn't care what they did, how they did uh, Lando. Every single opinion of that movie, I've heard those th- those two things have been switched. Everyone was like, oh, love Lando, hated Solo. And I was like, I loved both of them. I think Donald Glover did a pr- really good job as Lando. I mean... Oh, yeah, no, he did a good job. I just didn't like what the writers did with Lando. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The actual um, actor, you know, he did a great job. Yeah, because he 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 was he learned directly from Billy D. Williams like how to act like him. Like they he like they he like Billy D. Williams was on set teaching him how to act like how he acts and everything. And speaking of which, Billy D. Williams was in I didn't know that, but he was in uh the Batman's uh, Dark Knight series as uh, Harvey Dent before they recast him. I did not know that. I, I didn't know that either, but they sat there. I was listening to a podcast because, like, I was in a Batman podcast and they were talking about the movie. And they're like, oh, yeah, they had him as cast or as Harvey Dent in the first movie and they recast him in the second one. And I said, oh, well, that was a huge missed opportunity. 
But anyways, um, I'm kind of interested to see what they're gonna do. I kind of don't want to see the new trilogies they're gonna make. It's gonna be like at this point, it's Disney handing out like contracts to everyone, saying, "Oh, you want to direct a Star Wars movie? Well, let's just put you on a list." Well, let's be honest. When it comes to Star Wars, they're going to milk it till it's dead. And it's not going to die anytime soon. Because anytime they put out something Star Wars, what do us Star Wars fans do? We eat it up. We buy we it. We it. watch it. We, Yeah. Yeah. We literally, like, we there's, like, a huge group of us going. They're like, okay, so, so like, like, example with the new trilogy, all everyone went and saw the first movie. And then it just, the whole community, like, you know, what happens is split. Everything splits. And then everyone's like arguing, and then there's like there's like a whole bunch of people who loved Last Jedi, and there's all these people who hated Last Jedi, and they were clashing. And then the then the Rise of Skywalker came out, and like sides switched, and then everyone's like in between now. And then what's gonna happen? Make a new trilogy. First movie comes out, everyone back in movie theaters again on the same page, and then we're gonna split. Yep. And it's literally, I- it, yeah. From what I've heard in rumors is that the new trilogy is going to be like set in like the old Republic era, and I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. I'm for video for one video games for Star Wars because I got uh, what was the new one that just came out? Squadrons. No, not Scott Squadrons. One before oh. that, uh, uh, the single player one. Oh, Jedi Knight Fallen Order. Yeah, I've got that awesome game. But the thing is, with between it's between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, and I the, I feel like that is also a cash cow for like everything now too, because they're like, oh, we'll just put all these stories into it and try to line it up with like movies and books and all that kind of stuff. I understand it though, because it is kind of hard to do something set directly in. Like, for instance, you take the original trilogy. It's hard to put stuff in because there's going to be a lot of fans that are going through going, especially if you have Darth Vader, and be like, well, Darth Vader would have been here at this time, and well, why is he here doing this when he just got defeated here? And so it's safer to go in between four and five. Now, you just give us Clone Wars content. I'm just saying I'm going to eat it up. You can have basically my bank account. I'll just give you the access to it because Hasbro is releasing um, the three and three-quarter inch three clone arc troopers and arc troopers are like my favorite style of clone trooper. It's 50 bucks. I'm buying it. I have it on pre-order. I'm going to pre-order a second one. I'm excited. Um, my favorite thing. So my first, the first star Wars game I've played was star Wars, the rebel assault, which was for the PlayStation one, uh, which was during like th- that game, like those games took place during the movies and stuff like that. And they're like the battles that mm-hmm. you didn't really hear about in the movies. But this, the next games I played were was, uh, you know, you had the games based on the movies, like, that I played. But Force Unleashed was, I think, the best game at the time, bef- like, d- before, like, like Battlefront and everything was already out. And then Force Unleashed came out, and then Force Unleashed 2 came out, which I think both good games. And they explained how, like, the scattered Jedis got, like, were hunted down and killed. Like, and what happened to the cloning facilities and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, I did a good job. I will say, though, uh, Battlefront 2 2005, favorite video game of all time. I have so many hours logged into that game. I love that game. 
My, it's a great game. My biggest regret is not playing those games at that that time fr- time frame, because I have the newer Battlefronts, which I've played both, and I kind of just don't. I I'm like they're good, like you know, you're playing as Star's characters and you're shooting people and shit, and that's like this is my dumb brain be like, oh, this is fun, but also I would love be able be able to go back in time and buy myself, uh, instead of buying the freaking dumb copy of Call of Duty, uh, the Big one or whatever knockoff game it was. Buying Battle, Battlefront Two. So, that now that you brought up the EA's Battlefronts, Battlefront One had some cool stuff, but aside from graphics, I wasn't too impressed with the game. Battlefront Two had a very very bad launch. It had a very <laughs> bad like early lifespan, but yeah. then the game redeemed itself, and in my opinion. I absolutely love playing that game with friends. It is, in my opinion, game. it's a fun game. Do you have an Xbox, Matt? I have PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation everybody. gang. I have Battlefront yeah. 2 also. I got it during the when it was in the down period, like the crappy period, where it was yeah. like cheap. So I bought it, and I have not played it since they added all this like new stuff to it. I want to play okay. it. It's just I don't have the time to. Yeah, you need to download it. You need to update it because the update's going to be massive. Yeah. Um, Galactic Conquest is such a fun game mode with, or Capital Ship Supremacy is the one I'm thinking about. It's so much fun. Once you get that, you got to play with me and my buddies. We'll squad up on that, and I'll tell you, you're going to have a lot of fun. It's a much, it's a different game. If we're being completely honest, if you compare it to how it was at launch to now, it's a completely different game. Yeah, I'll need to add you on PlayStation uh, tomorrow or something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I just, and also they have the well, the new Star Wars game coming out, which is Squadrons. Yes. Which yes, they I are. I have not seen a lot of gameplay for anything. I kind of like. I've seen like a trailer for it, but I'm like, this is kind of gonna be interesting. But I'm not 100 percent sure about it because it's a flying game, right? Yes. So I actually was looking into a lot of it because. If I do remember correctly, they announced that it was going to be cross-platform, and me and my one buddy, he has Xbox, I have PlayStation. We love cross-platform games. It is squadron-based, you know, hence the name. There's a single-player mode, and there's multiplayer, and multiplayer really kind of emphasized working with your teammates. Now, you are kind of able just to play without, you know, really talking to them, but you have more custom ability with your ships. You can get, you know, right now, they only have eight ships in total for both for um in total like four for the empire four for the rebellion not really heard any plans for adding more ships i really hope they do but you can do um different liveries on it which you know the paint jobs you can customize weapons to fit more your play style you know there's heavy bomb there's the bombers like the y-wing and the tie bomber fighters x-wing and um tie interceptor and then or no, TIE Fighter, sorry, TIE Interceptor and A-Wing, and then I forget what the other two ships are for each side. It's probably like the TIE Fighter Advance and then some other ship. But it's really cool. It's, from what I've heard from gameplay, is it's kind of fast-paced and it's super immersive. Especially if you put it in realistic mode, it takes away your HUD and you have to use your instruments on your Starfighter. Oh, that's going to be awesome. 
So like when you're locking on, you don't see a thing locking on out on the out in space on the ship. You see it locking on on your panel. The mini map is on one of the panels instead of a map in the corner of the screen. It's super cool. And there's a VR rendition of it. And just having the VR with like doing the realistic mode, I'm just saying. Oh, you dude, I have the PSVR too. It'll be fun. Dude, I'm so I just pulled it up. Like I pulled up like the yeah, squadrons. It's actually gonna be forty dollars at uh, at launch instead of sixty. I'm surprised. And, I'm surprised by that. And they're saying that because it doesn't have like a bigger EA like thing like impact on it, which I don't mind because EA can go you know suck a dick. But suck so, huh? They they didn't do too good with uh, okay. Battlefield Five. Um, Okay, I'm trying to read because it said like VR. Um, it said like VR. When's the game supposed to come out? Um, because the way coming it's soon to DVD. It looks like it's coming out soon. That's why. Yeah, it's, it's oh. soon. <laughs> Thank you, Davis. Yeah. Um, let me figure out. October second. Oh dang! Okay, so it's coming up quick. Yeah, and they and that basically what I was reading on was saying that it's gonna have VR on launch, like ready to go. So I'm I need to hook that up to my four. I have a 4K TV that my my uh, game console. Oh dang! Up to. So. Oh dang! Yeah, put my fucking VR on that too. It's gonna be even better. Wish I, I had a 4K TV. I so okay. We, there's a lot of discount stores up here and stuff like that. And we went to, uh, we were just looking around the one day because we have anything better to do. And they had a bunch of TVs on sale, like for like a hundred, they were like two hundred dollars for like these like forty, like, um, uh, no, like these like thirty-five inch TVs. Like they weren't that big, like, um, and they were like just regular TVs. Hmm. Um, so. I, we were looking around, and I was like, okay, I'll pick a TV up before we leave. But then I look over, and I see, like, hidden behind all these TVs, the 4K fucking huge-ass TV, and it was only $200. I was, like, looking at the oh, other yeah. TVs that no, were 4K, you, you and they were, like, over $1,000. And, like, I'm getting this for our living room, and I'm going to fucking rock the shit out and, like, games with it. Yeah, no, you did the right thing. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I was, so that's going to be pretty cool to play. Um, so we have, we are almost to the two hour mark. Um, and, have fun editing this. Oh, I don't, uh, so I think, so I'm going to actually tell you this. The thing about editing these is it's so easy because I have, a, I usually edit these the day after. So like it's, everything's fresh in my head. So I just mm -hmm. literally, I just, I just try to get up until the point where the break is and then. I cut out some stuff and then I go all the way through, and then if I have like I go maybe one time I'll go through and listen to like parts of it, and make sure there's nothing I need to censor out or anything or cut out, and and then after that I just I just upload it right away. I I have a video, the video version on YouTube is just uh, the speech bubbles on a uh, Discord, so you can see who's talking, and then oh, okay. the podcast literally. The podcast on audio platforms. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Play Pod, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find our podcast. I'm just saying I have the uh, best image then. I, I'm in my uh, Airsoft clone stuff, so. <laughs> I like mine a lot, man. I, I do like your Jerry. Your Jerry is pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I'd like to thank, you guys, thank both of you guys for coming on for this. Actually, I had, had fun with this podcast. The last couple podcasts I've been doing weren't weren't that great like because <laughs> well okay so i i, Matt I, I do here. the podcast with my cousin and he doesn't give a lot of feedback and i'm usually running the show and like it's nice to have actual full conversations with people and not just sitting here right. yelling at minecraft because we have nothing better to do <laughs> but matt you should like go back and listen to all the episodes and like especially the yeah. one we had davis on first Hit me with a link to that and the Star Wars Annie show, and I will be watching those. Okay, I'll send it to you right after, like we're done. I'm done. I hit done recording, but uh, now to do the fun outro. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, trying to do this probably twice a month now. Um, have uh, be expected to be back on sometimes soon, Matt. Uh, love to have you on again. Oh yeah, uh, Davis. As always, back. it's been a pleasure to know you, and uh, I will see. I actually going to see you tomorrow. Yeah. I can't wait to have you down here. It's going to be fun. Yes, it will be. Um, yes, it Yeah, we also have to go airsofting sometime, Matt, too. Yes. Oh, all of us have to go airsofting. Oh, yeah. Well, I, of course. I, I all kinda, three of us can't go. Wait for that. I've never gone airsofting before, so. I'm going airsofting with Joe sometime after I'm done hanging out with you. Okay. Um. But anyways, uh, like I said before, all of this podcast can be found on any platform, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you guys listen to podcasts at. Um, go ahead, hit the subscribe button for me. Uh, leave comments if you have people on YouTube who I can actually probably kind of contact and reach out to. Um, but anyways, uh, I would see you guys in the next podcast.